Grandpa Jim, Motivation Central Station. Hey, uh, thank you all for liking the uh, RBG podcast and uh, Senator John McCain. I really appreciate all the uh, listens that it got and people that have reached out to me. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Um, Today, we got to talk about goals a little bit. If you're catching this, you're probably catching it on a Monday morning or earlier in the week. And so how you doing on your diet? How you doing on your financial goals? Is there any, are there any projects around your home that you need to conquer this week? And uh, what's your major goal? Some of you have set goals with me and we were trying to set pretty lofty major things like purchasing a home or finding that great relationship. Are you still on track with that? Um, and I'll do, uh, I promise you in the next couple of days, I'll definitely um, do something specifically just to positive mental health. But right now I need to talk about a couple of things that have popped up really quickly in the news and the New York Times stumbled upon a couple of Trump's federal uh, tax returns from 2016, 2000. 17, where he paid a mere $750. I'd like to talk about um, Amy um, uh, Barrett, the uh, new uh, nominee for the SCOTUS for the Supreme Court. Um, Not so much about her, just about the integrity of the process and uh, the Republican side of the fence. And also, I would like to talk about uh, Trump influenza and what that is in my world. And then um, also, I'm going to go out on a limb here and uh, just talk about John Lewis a little bit. Again, I did a podcast uh, right after he passed. If you are um, into John Lewis like I am, the guy is just uh, one of my all-time icons um, and uh, his character, his drive, his integrity, folks. And we're going to talk a lot about integrity today. I think I think that's the buzzword. Um, for those of you, I'll give a little definition to the word integrity. Uh, in my uh, world, um, basically the way I talk about integrity for myself, and uh, hopefully you'll... Uh, like my definition, is you put your money where your mouth is. Your words have actions. Your words have meaning, right? I go by Grandpa Jim on here because I am a grandfather. And, uh, you know, that was beautiful this weekend, too. I got to hang out with my granddaughter, and she... She said, "Oh, you want to do some painting?" And uh, you know, I up in my, I was up in my head. I'm like, "Oh, I don't, you know, think I have time to paint right now." And I'm like, uh, "Jim, you're gonna paint with your granddaughter." And I was so glad that I, you know, just flipped that switch um, and let the adult work sit on the side for a while. And it was great because uh, we had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And so, anyway. Um, But integrity. So when my granddaughter, uh, as years go by, I want her to say, I remember Grandpa Jim told me when I was 11 years old and I was painting with them that X, Y, and Z uh, should be this way and uh, ABC should be that way. And I'm not going to flip-flop on that. Uh, My morals 
my integrity, uh, my virtue, uh, my veracity, um, all those things should remain uh, as steady as they are today. Uh, when she talks to me, fast forward, hopefully I'm still here in 20 years and we're having a conversation. And she says, I, uh, she, hopefully she looks back 20 years later, she'd be 31. And she says, Grandpa, when we were sitting at that table, remember you were saying uh, X, Y, and Z were like this and ABC was like that. And you just said it again. And you said it five years ago because I want them to know like that those are my virtues. That's my worldview. It, it's, you know, worldview can change somewhat, you know, uh, definitely. But, you know, your core, values and principles, uh, honesty, truth. Like I am not going to lie to get paid on a job. Like, you know, I do a gutter cleaning business and I go up there and I take pictures. And when I come down off that roof, or my employees come down off that roof, we take pictures and we can say it. You had nothing up there. And people are satisfied knowing that nothing's up there. You know, it's like, I, I don't have to say, oh, it was full of uh, leaves and debris. No, because it's not. People buy uh, truth, they buy honesty. And so when we are shopping our um, political people that we want to re represent us, uh, you know, especially on the red side of the fence, Lindsey Graham and um, the Speaker of the House, uh, uh, McConnell, uh, Mitch McConnell. When you say four years ago in 2016, oh, Barack Obama can't uh, pick a person before the election. It has to be after. And why is it different now? You're a flip-flopper. You have no integrity. You know, Trump... Not only did Trump, you know, ruin the office, and that was the Trump influenza I wanted to talk about. He makes me ill. I finally sat back and realized, um, you know, that I need a good shrink and therapist to decompress from this guy. This guy has literally made me ill. <laughs> like when I see him, it's repulsive and you can't go like, it, it seems like you can't go through an hour of entertainment or conversation without this guy's name coming up. And every time I hear it, it's just a little more chip in my armor, uh, you know, that because uh, he lacks integrity. He lacks honesty. All the virtues and values that I never want any part of. And um, when you have virtue, when our country was honest, hardworking, patriotic, probably the highest point of that ever was, the, uh, I wasn't there for it, but was the 1950s. This country never put out more GMP, uh, gross national product, than when people were working 40 hours per week, they were with their family, Connecting, and I'm hoping through this COVID situation, we all connect more. I, I have been through this thing. I love it. I, my schedule's always been kind of uh, dictated pretty much uh, by God's grace and, uh, you know, some real good luck that I, I really don't need to be anywhere but a handful of times each week. And, uh, and a lot of times I, 
I'm fortunate enough I can um, move those around. So I, I've been able to just say on a Wednesday in summer, uh, call the grandkids, let's go to the zoo and leave work for tomorrow because those relationships are more uh, a, a, a guy I know uh, that I met in recovery used to say, what would you rather have, a million dollars or a million friends? And I have to agree with them on this. And that is that uh, he would say the million friends, uh, because the million dollars when you fall down and you're all by yourself, can't pick you up or nurse you back to health or but, you know, the friends, the millions of friends will be there to support you, carry you, love you. And so um, I do agree with that. So um, we need to, um, well, I want to get on this $750. We're talking about integrity, okay? And being self-employed, um, you know, those numbers, you know, he could have had a real bad business years and then he's not the guy that he's saying that he's this great businessman. And and right away when he wasn't showing him, my first thought was he doesn't want to know how little he makes, you know. Uh, and I didn't know that it was how little he paid in taxes, $750. I just scratched a check to the IRS myself and it was well, well over that number, you know? And so um, it's crazy that uh, one, his businesses did really poorly. If you have a bad business, like this year, my comedy college, the numbers are gonna be way down because I've had to stop doing them. I was doing them uh, in the first quarter of the year till March 19th. Our governor shut our state down and my classes went out the window. So I'm going to be a little off in that business this year. And they, you know, they will let you write off some expenses and stuff like that. So I get it. So if he was having a ton of bad business, then that number is really low because, and those were great economic times, you know, it's not like we were in recession at that time or whatever. So that would be um, that he was in the wrong businesses. Uh, for somebody that proclaims he's such a, uh, you know, just got the Midas touch of gold, or um, they were doing extremely poorly, or he lied on his taxes, you know, it's it's one of those three scenarios. And $750, you know, his base will just look away from that. Oh, that's no big deal. Who cares? And they're going to flip it. They're going to say, oh, he only paid that little bit of money because... Um, you know, he's so suave and he, he took advantage of the, um, he took advantage of the, uh, tax system and blah, 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 blah. You know, let's face it. Look in the mirror. This guy is just not a good human being. Like I, I, you know, I just don't understand it. Uh, so, uh, I want to talk about, um, John Lewis. And the reason why I respect the man so much um, is, I don't know, um, I was a wrestler. And so every once in a while, you would get bopped in the face from your opponent, you know, not not intentionally, um, you know, just accidentally, you know, got bashed in the mouth quite often or, or whatever. And that hurts. It shakes you up. You feel it for days after. 
And uh, John Lewis, and when he walked across the bridge in Selma, and he took a billy club right to his skull, and not only did he take it, it fractured his skull. So that means it cracked cracked the, the cranium, you know, like, and um, he would put himself at the front of those lines, you know, like, so that would happen to a ton of people, and this is where I'm trying to, no, I'm not trying, I'm drawing my courage from, you know, there's nothing I can't face on a day-to-day basis where I'm going to take a billy club to the head, and, and this guy, if he could show up to work <laughs> and and know, knew that he had a, a good chance of, you know, having the police, uh, the other side, um, try to break his skull. And, you know, and after they tried to do it once and to keep showing up, that is courage. That is like awe-inspiring. We can all learn from that. Like, no, not, not a one of us today in our... Uh, steps forward through our day, whatever we're going to try to accomplish, we're not going to head out anywhere where we have the likelihood of getting our head split open with a billy club. And so John Lewis and this guy, you know, uh, you know, good trouble. (laughs) The man, I love the word, you know, we can get into good trouble. And I want to, I guess I'm going to uh, rap on this is I was watching a clip on CNN and they were following the Black Lives Matter and they were interviewing a young African-American person and they said to her they said uh, and I've done podcasts on this I did one on white privilege and um, I too at one time got uh, wrestled and suffocated by some police officers when I was 16. And there's a podcast about white privilege. And I work in a area where it's 95% African-American. And uh, where I work, uh, where I do my social work, that is, um, I split my time between my gutter cleaning business social work in my comedy school where I do my social work. It's the poorest zip code in the state of Wisconsin, 53206. 60 Minutes was here not all that long ago and did a story on the zip code. And uh, they were implementing some new types of uh, where I'm working in, uh, you know, peer support and getting involved with people in their environment. So when I work with somebody um, that is low income or has mental health issues or has substance abuse issues instead of I used to work in treatment in a physical building now I meet them where they're at so often we um, I'll meet them in their homes or we go do fun activities around the community um, but they were doing a story on that in, in our area here um, but uh, so I see the poverty, I see the lack of opportunity for these people. And if you are living in the burbs and um, your community is, uh, you know, middle class, uh, Caucasian, you have no idea. Like, like you, you, you don't even know the repression that these people face on a minute to minute, second to second. When you get up in the morning and know your Caucasian counterpart has probably a 30, 40% uh, 
you know, uh, odds more of getting into the job than you just because your color of your skin. And, uh, you know, and I'm not saying definitely this is my neighborhood and that's the way it is um, uh, here because, uh, you know, I, you know, I run my business in Chicago over the years, the comedy school, and it's a very divorce the diverse city New York too wouldn't fall in this category uh but definitely the burbs and if you live in those burbs uh you know you don't know and 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 they don't look at people in those communities they don't look at them like the neighborhood store they look at them like that's the guy over there that charges us uh too much and you know for milk he charges us too much for gas they you know it's not a friendly relationship uh with a lot of these places they're food deserts they don't offer any good food so when this girl said this i totally relate and the 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 interviewer from cnn says well how you know what about destroying the buildings and that and she says every day when I walk out of my house and I'm in fear for my life from police, I'm not too worried about a building, (laughs) right? Life's more important than the building. What's somebody say after a hurricane, right? I'm glad we're still alive. And that's what these people say, the people in my zip code, that's what they say when they get home every night. A lot of them don't even come out of their house after uh, sundown. They just lock in. Uh, one of my clients, uh, it wasn't uncommon to hear gunshots over there. He wouldn't even let me pick him up anymore. And uh, thank God we were able to move him um, a little bit uh, to a nicer neighborhood out of that zip code. And uh, so anyway, I'm glad to spend some time with you today. Um Please work on your goals. Don't forget your major pictures. Don't get too caught up into all this sideline drama, you know. Uh, it's important, our politics right now. It's important to vote. It's important to, I'm going to help every one of my clients get to the polls on those days. They lack transportation. And and so I'm going to help. And so maybe there's a little something you can do to help to um and uh today when you're out and about if you see that neighbor struggling um might be some simple like uh somebody left their lights on in their car or something and you know notify them or you know maybe somebody left their car out on the street and there's no overnight parking there and if you know where they are help out the neighbor you know i i definitely uh like it when people help me out and i'm sure you do too so uh today when you go out and about if you have nothing uh to give to anybody just remember you can always give a smile if you like these types of podcasts please hit subscribe and thanks for hanging out with grandpa jim on motivation central station